Thanks for tuning into the ES First podcast. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. So take a minute to hop on over and give us a like or a follow. And of course, if you're ever in Excelsior Springs, stop on by. We can't wait to welcome you home. Our text this morning, Mark chapter 16, verse 15 through 18, the King James Bible reads it this way. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Or might we say, these signs shall follow them that obey. So we're talking about obedience today. In my name, they will cast out devils and they speak with new tongues. They shall take up servants and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them and they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. If that's not working for you, you need to check out your obedience. Are you going? Are you doing? And are you following the word of God the way he asks us to? Mark chapter 16 and verse 15 is the instruction. It says, go ye. Verse 17, they obeyed and they went. And verse 17 also shows the dynamic results of obedience. They didn't do it as a sacrifice of their time. And this is what I really want to deal with today is that where are you standing in your relationship with your ministry and with your life? Is it a a sacrifice to you or are you doing it out of obedience? And so uh, it's the key to the life filled with joy, unspeakable and full of glory is those who believed obeyed. And those who obeyed saw the promises of God fulfilled. And so the key to promises of God is obedience. Say obedience. That's what we're talking about this morning, obedience. And so we honor and celebrate Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, and we call it his great sacrifice. But in fact, even though we recognize that Jesus made the supernal sacrifice, Jesus did not just offer himself sacrificially. He did not go to the cross to make a sacrifice. He was the sacrifice. And so what then really brought Jesus to the issue of death on the cross, it wasn't that he was bringing a sacrifice. It was his obedience. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he declared, Not my will, but thy will be done. I'll be obedient, Lord, unto your will. I'm not doing this as my sacrifice to the gospel. I'm doing this as an act of obedience to my Father because obedient is what I am. Obedient is who I am. So what were the results of his obedience? Isaiah chapter 53 said, well, he bore our griefs. He carried our sorrows. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. And these are just a few of the positive results that come forth from Jesus being obedient. Philippians chapter 2, 8 through 11 says, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Say obedient. Raise your hand and say it like you mean it. Obedient. Hebrews chapter two, 12 and verse 2 says we need to look to Jesus. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. For the joy that was set before him endured the cross. It wasn't a sacrifice to him to go to the cross. It was a joy to him to go to the cross, despising the shame and to sit down at the right hand of the throne of God, ever making intercession for the saints. Why was it a joy? Because it was his nature to be obedient. And when you're obedient, it brings results. And so he obeyed. The Bible says that to obey is 
better than sacrifice. In other words, obedience is a step up from sacrificing. So sacrifice is what we do to obey is something that we become and what we are. Can you say amen to that? Now, why is it so vitally important to our Christian walk? And here's why. When we deal with all of the things that God tells us to do, that's what the word of God, they're full of promises, but they're conditional. He tells us things to do, equaling promises into our life. So when we deal with everything as though everything is a sacrifice, well, I've got to do something for God. I got to sacrifice. I got to go to church today. I got to sacrifice. I got to give something to God. I got to sacrifice. But when everything that we do for God seems to be a, 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 a sacrifice, then it opens up the door for us to pick and choose and uh, those things that God tells us to do and entertain his commands as though they are options. But his commands are not options. Hello, they're commands. They're not options. And it causes us to say, okay, I guess if that's what I'm expected to do then, okay, well, I guess I'll just have to do it, but don't expect me to enjoy it. Hmm. What do you know? Maybe we could call that works. Hey, how about that? And it leaves the door wide open for us to be haphazard in our consistency. And it leaves the door wide open for our regularity of doing the things in his word that he says we should do becomes irregular. But the tables are turned when we are obedient to him and do the things he says we should do because we love him. And that's my prayer for you today. That's my message to you from the Lord today that God sent me here to tell you. Somewhere along the life, I want to ask you to ask God to help you turn everything that you seem to think is a sacrifice into obedience and you're serving him because you love him, not because you just plain old have to. Can you say amen to that? So that's what we're working on today. Obedience to his word is the foundation upon we establish our relationships with the Lord. And so have you ever noticed the difference in a kid that won't pick up his stuff in his room? It's because to him it's a sacrifice to do that. He's never learned obedience. But when you teach a child obedience, you can't keep them from picking up their room or an adult from cleaning up their car or from a woman for uh, getting on the ball and cooking dinner for her husband or for a husband to go to work and, and, and put bread. You see, it's not a sacrifice to cook a dinner for my honey. It's because I love him. Say amen, Nancy Joe, wherever you're at. I know I lost you on telling the kid to pick up his room. So your kid don't pick up the room not because they're sloppy, it's because they think it's a sacrifice to do it. Why do they think it's a sacrifice to do it? Because you've never taught them that obedience has great rewards. So let's get on with that. And so we come to obedience to what the Scripture tells us to do. That's so important. When we become the recipient of his never-ending blessings, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 23 says, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, because it's a sacrifice, knowing that of the Lord you will receive the reward. In other words, obedience to his word is just simply making him the Lord of your life, making Jesus happy. The results, according to Mark chapter 16, God's promises for everybody to come alive in your life, not only here in this world, but in the world to come. And you will experience him at work in your life and in the life of all your entire family if you turn your, oh, I've got to sacrifice this into I'm doing this because I'm obedient, because I love God, and here I am once again serving him because I'm obedient is who I am. And so Deuteronomy 28 says, now listen to this, if you listen 
obediently to the voice of God, your God, and if you heartily obey his commands that I command you today, God, your God, will place you on high. Verse 2, and these blessings will come down on you and spread out beyond you to those all around you, your family, uh, all the people around you, because you have responded to the voice of God, your God. God's blessing will be on your children. God's blessing will be on your money. God's blessing will defeat your enemies. God will lavish you with good things. You'll always be the top dog, never the bottom dog, if you got to be a dog at all, as you obediently listen to and diligently keep the commandments of God, your God. See, this is how you make him your God. It's not just, oh, I got to sacrifice again. It's I do, I'm serving him because I love him, and that's what I've signed up for, and I love it that way. There's a story in the Bible about a king by the name of Saul. It's a great story, but it has a terrible ending. And so I want to tell you about that. First uh, Samuel chapter 15 tells a story. It says uh, out of the King James Version. It's a long version. It's a long, it's a long thing, but you got to get this. Samuel said to Saul, King Saul, he said, the Lord sent me to anoint you to be king over Israel. Now, therefore, hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. That's his message to us. He's called you out of darkness into glorious light. Therefore, hearken to his words and do what God say do. Thus saith the Lord of hosts. I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way when he came up from Egypt. Now, Samuel told Saul, go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have. This was God's word. And spare them not. Slay both man and woman, infant, suckling, ox, sheep, camel, and ass. Now, if you think that God's telling you to do a few things that's difficult, and so you twist it around and don't do it God's way because it doesn't make sense, how'd you like to have been in Saul's shoes? Let's go kill all the little babies. I'll bring them in. Saul came to a city of Amalek, and he laid wait in this valley, just like the Lord told him in his word to do. And Saul said to the Kenites, go, depart, get down, get out of here. Get out from among the Amalekites, because I'm going to destroy them, and I don't want to destroy you with them. For you showed kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. And Saul smote the Amalekites from Havilah until thou was sure, that is, over against Egypt. And he took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive, and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep, and of the oxen, and the fatlings of the lambs, and all that was good, and would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile and refuse that they utterly destroyed. Then came the word of the Lord to Samuel, saying, It repents me that I've set up Saul to be the king, for he's turned his back from following me, and hath not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried to the Lord all night. And when Samuel rose up early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul, came Carmel, and behold, he set him in a place. He's gone now. He went down the road, and he's on in Gilgal. And so Samuel came to Saul, and he said unto him, Blessed be thou of the Lord, Saul said to Samuel. I have performed the commandments of the Lord. And Samuel said, What meaneth then this bleeding of the sheep in my ears? And the 
lowing of the oxen, which I hear. It's interesting, somebody say, well, I'm a follower of the Lord. I'm going, really? You never do what God says. Well, I love the Lord with all my heart, soul, and might. Really? What's the bleeding of the sheep? What's all these scriptures that you refuse to get involved in? What's all these commands that God told you to do you're not willing to do? You don't even like them. In fact, it upsets you every time somebody talks about them. Hey, what is that bleeding of the sheep? It's all, am I doing okay? All right. And so, and, uh, what, uh, and so Samuel said, what's this bleeding of the sheep? In my ears. And the lowing of the oxen. However they low, which I hear. And Saul said, well, they brought them from the Amalekites for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen. Listen to this. To sacrifice unto the Lord thy God and the rest we have utterly destroyed. Then Samuel said, Saul, stay. And I will tell thee what the Lord has said to me this night. And, he, and, and said unto him, say on. Let me hear it, Samuel. Give me the works. And Samuel said, when you was little in thine own sight, wast thou not made the head of the tribes of Israel, and the Lord anointed you king over Israel. And the Lord set you on a journey and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners and the Amalekites and fight against them until they be consumed. Wherefore didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but didst fly upon the spoil, or shall I say, by the seat of your pants, and, and didst evil in the sight of the Lord? And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. And have gone the way which the Lord sent me. Somebody said that, well, this person, and I know how they live their life is horrible. And, uh, and they said, well, that person lives their life horribly, really doesn't do anything according to the word of God. They're just horrible in everything. And, and somebody said, well, they said that the Holy Spirit told them to do this. And I said, guess what? That's not the same Holy Spirit I serve. Amen. And so, wherefore did you not obey the voice of the Lord? But did it fly upon the spoil? Did you know everything that you hear uh, about God and everything you hear about the Word of God you're accountable for? And you're going to have a responsibility. You know, it's not somebody said, well, Pastor, you follow me around and, and watch everything that I do? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I really could care rip less what you do. My job is to preach the gospel to you. What you do with it is your business. I'll tell you what the Bible says, and then you, you just do what you want with it. It's up to you. Well, but it'll sure make a difference whether you're a sacrificer or an obedient servant. Hmm. And the Lord sent you on a journey and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, fighting against them. Wherefore did you not obey the voice of the Lord, but just fly upon the spoil and this evil in the sight of the Lord? And Saul said to Samuel, Smartly, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and I have gone the way which the Lord has sent me, and have brought back Agag, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites, but the people took to the spoil. Isn't it interesting when somebody don't want to follow what God says in the word of God, they blame it on everybody else? Huh? Did you ever hear somebody say, well, I, I just won't come to, well, never mind. But the people took of the spoil. They did it. The oxen, the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice unto the Lord your God. Sounds good. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord his great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, listen, this is my sermon. To obey is better than sacrifice. And to hearken unto the Lord than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft, Stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord 
he hath also rejected thee from being king. You can be pretty, you can be sweet, you can be kind, you can be rich. You can be poor, you can be broke, you can be fat, you can be skinny, you can be tall, you can be short. Hello. But you're responsible to obey God's word as a command, not as a holy suggestion. Say amen. Okay, so let's take a quick look at some practical applications as to what God has told us to do in his word. I'll give you a few examples of my list. You can make your own list because God will talk to you. You say, well, I don't have a list. Well, maybe you've never asked him to point out in the word of God to you what he wants you to do. It's not just enough to do what he tells me to do. He wants you to study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman rightly dividing the word of God, so that you can show yourself approved unto God. You need to study the word of God and go into the book and say, okay, God, I hear everybody else is doing this. I hear all the Christians are doing that. I hear all the sinners are doing that. I hear all the Pentecostals are doing that. All the Catholics are doing this. But tell me what you want me to do. And you study the word of God and you find your path. So when I talk about my path, I'm just telling you this is what the word of God tells me. You find out what the word of God tells you. You're probably going to find out that most of the things I've got on my list, you'll put on your list if you're smart. <laughs> now, so let's take a, 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 so I'll give you a few examples of my list. And if you ever spent much time with me one-on-one, if you've ever been in a counseling session with me and come out sweating bullets, hello, or you, uh, or you listen to some of my sermons and go home matter in the hand, that uh, you would have learned that my answer to your growing spiritually and uh, uh, getting into the blessings of the Lord is, first of all, write down the things that God has told you to do and personally, according to his word, and consider them commands, not holy suggestions, and begin applying that as an obedient servant. And so you learn to tell God, well, I'm not doing this because I'm sacrificing it unto you. I'm doing it because I really want to. This is who I am. Hello. If you don't know what he wants, it's pretty hard to please him. So seek it out. So let me give you some of the things that are on my list. These are the things to me that are non-negotiable. They're commands, not holy suggestions. Therefore, I don't do these things sacrificially. I'm not here out as a sacrifice. I don't do anything out of sacrifice. I'm here out of obedience because I love God with all my heart and soul and mind. I'm glad from the pit he brought me out. I've set my feet on the solid rock, Christ Jesus, and established my goings, and I love him so much. Therefore, I'm obedient to his word. He is my Lord, not just my Savior. Therefore, I don't do these things. I never say, okay, if you insist, God, then I'll do it if I absolutely have to. I do them out of love and obedience. And I always say, okay, if this is how God says it should be done, then I'll do it because I'm obedient and I just plain old want him and serve him because I love him. So here's my list, part of it. This is what I, the word of God tells me to do. Love my enemies. Say what? <laughs> love my enemies? You're not talking about the guy that lets his dog poop on my yard all the time. You're not talking about him, are you? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Don't wrap it up and put it back in the box and send it back to him. You know what I'm saying? Just, just love your enemies. What? 
I love those suckers. How about remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy? That's a good one. Today marks approximately 4,011 Sabbaths that I have always kept holy unto the Lord. 4,011. God tells me, and it's a command, it's not just a holy suggestion, forsake not the assembling of yourself together as the manner of some is. So for 4,011 Sundays I've been in the house of the Lord. You can count on me because I'm obedient to that. Now, love your wife as God loved the church and gave his life for it. Yeah, that's me. My time is her time. She can count on that. I love her with all my heart, soul, and mind because God tells me to love her. That's one reason. The other reason is I'm about to croak and somebody's going to else standing in line. I'm not stupid. Provide for your family or you're worse than an infidel. Yeah, God, I got that. That's why I go to work every day loving the job you gave me. Because I'm fulfilling your command to provide, not just I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. I go to work and I work hard because God tells me to do that for my family and I do it obediently and I love every minute of it. You notice the clouds are starting to clap a little less? Just wait till you get this one. That was I off to work I go. Boy, how's come I'm preaching the last? Oh, because you're starting a book of Romans next week, aren't you? Oh, that's going to be good. How about owe no man? Don't be in debt because it'll make you a slave instead of a free man. My wife is not married to a slave. I mean, she makes me. No. (laughs) I got that, Lord. I can tell whoever sends me that advertising and tells me how good I am and how approved I am, I can tell them this. You will never have a part in my wallet. What's in your wallet? <laughs> Why don't I get in debt? I've been there. That's one reason. I don't like it there. But why don't I get in debt? Because it's not just a holy suggestion, it's a command. One of the reasons God, some people can't give a nickel to God because they're so far in debt, they're, they're too busy paying Capital One and hoping they can get out before they're dead. I need to smile when I preach, don't I? Yeah. I owe, I also off to work. Oh, no, man, don't be in debt because it'll make you a slave. Yeah, I got that, Lord. I can deal whoever tries to trap me. You're not in my wallet. Bring all the tithes in the storehouse that my house might have meat in it. Your house, God? Yeah, okay, cool. I'll be that. Not just a suggestion. Love the world, neither the things that are in the world. Any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Got that, Lord. I'm savvy to the tricks of Satan. I'm really savvy to all the tricks that Hollywood throws my way and all this junk and all this garbage that's on television said. That's all immoral and all that stuff. I'm not, I'm not, uh, not going to fall for all that junk. In fact, I, don't, I just turn it off, Lord. Because why? Because I'm obedient to you. Love not the world nor the things in the world. But you don't understand my soul properties and I want to die for. <laughs> Gossip, not me. I declare this. God says, keep your mouth shut, and I plan on doing that. And keep my finger off the forward button on Facebook that's negative. Hello. 
Be saved, thou finger. Now, gossip, not me. Happy at work? Yep, that's me. Faithful to the work of the Lord, I got that. Give till it helps? Not a problem. I will do it. I'm obedient. Pray without ceasing? I'll be there. Go on to the world and preach the gospel to every preacher. Creature first in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll get into missions. And, oh yeah, God, thanks for fulfilling all the promises in your word, not only to me, but to my family. Thanks for taking care of Jonathan down there in a holy land, and to everyone that I willingly step out in faith and minister to, thank you, God, for answering the prayers, and when I lay hands on the sick, they do recover. Hello. Because I'm an obedient servant. You saying everything, Pastor? Nah, I'm still working on it. The Bible says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. I know I look and sound perfect, but I ain't. Technically, I'm worse than you. So, but I'm working on it. And so, I want to sing a song. How many of you ever heard this song? I will serve thee because I love thee. If you ever, I will serve thee because I love thee. Written by Bill Gaither. Have you ever heard that? And so, I'd like to close if you would give me an opportunity to end this sermon with Probably one of my theme songs to Jesus. And uh, we've had a lot of fun today. But I'll tell you what, I do what I do because I love him. <laughs> Nothing that I do is sacrificial. It's all from a heart of obedience. And I pray that today every one of you will pray that God will help you become an obedient servant because that's what Jesus was. And if you want to be like him, that's how you function. So I'm going to walk over here to this black machine and uh, it's a player piano and I'm going to go turn it on. <laughs> <coughs> I don't have the ES First backup team or the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir, so you can forget that old long hair stuff. Would be all right if I have a little bit of fun with it this morning?
will serve thee because I love thee you have given life to me I was nothing Life to me Heartaches Broken pieces Ruined lives Are why you
have given life to me. that everyone in this house be touched by your word today. And Lord, I just ask that we learn to give of ourself and all that we are and all that we have to you out of obedience, not just out of sacrifice. Change our lives and pour your blessings about each and every one of us, we pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said,